to a new episode of the podcast from artist to entrepreneur. I'm so happy that you found through this jungle <laughs> and are obviously interested in becoming a successful entrepreneur. And listening to all these interviews or sometimes also solo episodes of mine where you get so many golden nuggets, wisdom, insights, inspiration, what maybe to adapt, adjust, change to becoming more successful, more independent, more impactful, having more freedom, more money, more success, whatever it means for you to become a more successful entrepreneur. And today I'm having an amazing guest on the podcast, Sascha Kessel. He is right now in Switzerland employed as a creative art director in a small company and he will share about it. And it's so inspiring and super interesting how his path was going from a childhood and then which was his first job and how art was following him and vice versa and that he could feel this calling inside. It was a lot about ambition and also aspiration going all in, but he will talk about this in Listen to it carefully because he gives you so many golden nuggets. And yeah, enjoy the interview and let me know what you think, what you could take out of. And now enjoy. So a wonderful and happy welcome to my new guest on this podcast, Sascha Kessel. I can't wait to dive into the podcast and the interview today because I don't know Sasha so well and I don't know so much about his story. I heard about it um, via a friend of mine or ours and I can't wait that he gets to share his wisdom and experience and knowledge and nuggets with you as an audience. But I won't be the one who says what you're doing, Sasha. Welcome Hi, to Tina. have you. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank so first, you. <laughs> so welcome. So the, the pleasure is all mine. Before we dive into all your insights and knowledge and wisdom, first of all, you maybe should share your path of, because from my perspective already, I think you role model perfectly the concept of the artpreneur. So you are an artist and you're an entrepreneur. And so... But before we dive into this, these questions, maybe you share with us, how did you come to art and what kind of art and when did the path of your artist being start? Um, so I'm 46 now. Yeah. And um, if I think about where do my path of being artist started um, as I was a kid. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. So um, every time when kids get um, yeah draw something or um, uh, make drawings, then I was three dimensional. So this is the earliest point I recognize that the art I'm making now is mm -hmm. also the way of art I started as a kid. Wow. Mm -hmm. So I express myself always three dimensional. Mm -hmm. um, um, my thinking is three-dimensional um, um, and yeah, this more or less um, was the point. I, I started it, mm -hmm. um, but never um, follow it till a point. So I'm, I'm, I know that I, it was like always knowing that I'm an artist, but it was a time in my life that I put it away, not mm -hmm. per purpose. It was putting it away because I don't recognize that art can make money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the, the most common belief, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So I, I started uh, normal in school and I, I make my sports like a kid do and um, do everything. But there was every time I can express myself. Mm -hmm. Um, for me alone, it was like I was working with wood three-dimensional as a kid. So I was going to the carpenter, collect some old wood and building things with it. And I, mm. and that's a funny thing. My um, mom had a little studio where she sell like this 
homemade things out of flowers putting together and um um she makes like with with fimo things and sells that in a in a little shop so cool um, and and so i started to make my wood things and then I um I painted the wood things and then she sell more from my things than she make by herself <laughs> and I was eight, so um, wow. so mm -hmm. it was going like that and I was seeing and I I make money with my art in this time but I never recognize it that it was not a hobby that I be really mm -hmm. an artist and mm -hmm. today I can say yes I'm an artist mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. um so it goes like that and then then I go to school and everything and. Um, um, if I were older, so I learned car mechanic. Mm -hmm. there, um, um, for me, it was also that I express myself three-dimensional, if I look back now. Mm -hmm. For me, it was a piece of art to take an engine in thousand parts and put it together. Um, it was like um, I was never interested in oil changes or something. So mm -hmm. I learned it after two years. I have my own toolbox in this company. I learned at BMW and I deassemble and assemble because of my three dimensional thinking. Mm -hmm. Whole engines normally guys do, which are 10 years in the company. So mm, I, wow. I recognize that I have a talent in three dimensional thinking, putting things together. Mm -hmm. Um, and in this time, it was really that I express myself, my art into mm -hmm. a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I was always like painting, making, um, um, making also uh, like graffitis by. So it was always a soup with me um, where I was in three dimensional colors, this, that, but never it comes together. And you mean like in your training with the car company you did in your in your free time in your private yes. time you you, yes. you were drawing you were doing some paintings yes stuff. i was okay. jumping around the streets at trains at uh walls uh, um things spray um pinstriping um gold leafing so everything mm. who was colorful or mm -hmm. different in colors i I try to do, um, I, I educate myself into it, but also um, um, I have this three-dimensional part on the other side, but I never brought them together, that it is one thing. Mm -hmm. So, and then then I was um, um car mechanic, and then there are coming guys in my company who painted cars, mm -hmm. um, which make smart repairs. That was like, if you have a little... Um, um, little dent or a little um, you hit with a bumper little edge then they come outside and spray into yeah into a special technique like an airbrush technique you can't you see nothing they come with with a with a with a wagon uh, with mm -hmm. a van and there was a compressor in all the painting things and they painted and i was like oh that's nice um, <laughs> They, they have everything to paint in a car and I can drive everywhere and paint cars in an artistical way in shadows. This, that. I, I was like, okay, that I want to do. So I quit um, my 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 uh, job mm -hmm. as a car mechanic and joined this company who makes it. Mm. And I was pretty successful pretty fast. So I quit at this company and um, build up my own company with that. And there was the first time free to also paint motorcycles too. So I was building Harleys um, also for, for bike shows, paint them, put things on that that you don't do with Harleys, um, collect old things, um, make lamps out of it and was uh, customizing Harleys. And this was the point a guy came to me and say, hey, I want to have my Harley copper. And I say, yeah, yeah, here you can have a color shark and this is copper. And you say, no, I want to have real copper. But I say, you can't paint real copper because copper is hot and you want to have plastic parts so they will melt. It don't work. And then I was researching and researching and I found cold liquid metal. And this is what I do now. This is my basic, my, my skill. Um, I found cold liquid metal, which sound weird. 
and my creativity at this point explode. Hmm. So I was like, I can metalize everything in the world in any kind of metal and in any shape, three-dimensional things who were not possible in normal metal because they were too heavy, too complex or whatever. And my creativity explode. And there, wow. there it started that I also cut this company and I start only doing this. Wow. So let me interrupt there because otherwise it's, there is so Sorry. much already <laughs> going. No, 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 but there is so many things. So you quit the car uh, company and the, the car mechanic stuff. And how old have you been then when you were self-employed for the first time in this creative doing also, yeah, motorcycle design stuff? Um, I was, I think I was 30, 30, 29, 30. Oh, yeah. wow. So then you at least worked more or less 10 years or even more in the car mechanic field. I was, uh, yes, yes, I was, yeah, four years I lost with, um, uh, um, um, being a soldier okay mm -hmm. <laughs> i was at the army uh, yeah. four okay. years um, um which today it's a loss but also it's a win because um that makes me also to the guy i am <laughs> today um, yeah. um, um so i was in a special unit um was in uh, some some uh, um yeah some I've seen things that that's not good to see, but uh, um, mm. in the end, it makes me to what I've seen, uh, what I what I've been now, yeah. and um, um, so it was for me. It's a lost four years, <laughs> but um, yeah, in the end, I I um, worked till then as a car mechanic or in the painting job with uh, um, car paintings. Yes. Yeah, 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 but it's cool. And it's so good or so interesting to see where it started as a kid and then the experience with your mom and then, oh, I earn money, but of course I'm too young to still get it. And then I'm going into something where I am yeah. supposed to make money, but then I still discover further my art and my artistic talent. Blah, blah, blah. And with 30 something, you decided like, hey, I'm becoming self-employed. And then your concept was I'm selling unique designs what is not existing before for motorcycles and cars this was your idea to become self-employed and doing your own stuff more or less um this was the begin mm -hmm. um and i i was all time it was like a headache in me like also time sometimes it was like a depression in me mm -hmm. um that I know that there's something which I can can't explain by myself. Mm -hmm. To me, also, it was not clear what it is, but it was like a burning, like a headache in me, which I, yeah, can't compensate sometimes. Um, so I know that there's more. I know that there's something, and I never get to the point what it is. Mm -hmm. And there, with the paintings and the cars, that was my first thing. Then, then it was a liquid metal that brings me out. Mm -hmm. um, Thanks to um, the guy. <laughs> yes. Thanks to the guy um, with the copper. <laughs> but till then, I have no contact with any kind of artist, designer, or any kind of this industry I am in now. So I was totally blind. Yeah. I know I can create everything, but what and who will buy it? And I don't know, but it's cool, but um, yeah. I don't know. So, so, but I was going all in. So I was like, okay, I want to, I want to go all in. I, I know that all I've done before was a path to what I want to do and I found my creativity so until then I never lost it yeah so cool so I think there are already so many um, learnings and also teachings for everyone who listens in there like what what do you think because yeah some artists start directly by being self-employed and they are freelancing or like but you were 
employed and then you discovered this path and at some point you you were realizing like shit there is more I don't know how and I don't know what exactly but I want to be my own chef and then my own boss <laughs> and I want to do my own stuff and I'm following so I think one thing is following the intuition like I don't know how I don't know what exactly but I know that I want it so this is for me the typical thing of following the intuition. There is some strong calling, even though we don't know oftentimes what it is exactly. Trusting. And um, yeah, freedom, maybe also a longing for freedom. But what would you say for someone or maybe suggest for someone who feels the same, what was necessary to go there? Or it's even more innocence. I can also perceive some innocence and I love it. Like, I don't have any clue, but I'm simply doing it. Was it more innocent or was it more strategic or was it, no, there is a feeling and I'm following it. So what is maybe your advice and your own experience around this? Um, whatever I've done before, um, um, I think that's very important to say I've ever, all I, yeah, I must say I've done it 100%. Mm -hmm. So whatever I've done before, if I was a car mechanic, I want to try to be the best car mechanic who is there. So ever existed was, on this planet. <laughs> I, yes. Uh, <laughs> I am not the yeah. best one on the planet, but in this time yeah. I was totally focusing on what can I get out of what I'm doing now. So mm -hmm. I was looking that um, I can be faster, more creative in assembling, deassembling. I get prices from BMW to that I, um, um, because I make plans for them as a car mechanic, as a car company that they can deassemble a transmission 10 times faster on a mini than they um, give normally into the workplace. So oh. they say, yeah, it takes 10 hours because you must do the whole engine out and in. And I found a way in two and a half hours and I write it to them. I get a graduation for it. So, yeah. and, and every time I was also, and that was like a natural thing I had, I was also see my value in that mm -hmm. so i was i was a guy in this time who going to the car company because i know they want me because i was perhaps a little bit better <laughs> than the other or more creative so i was going there and um say my number and they were mm -hmm. saying okay um but you know you get more than the guy who is in front of you who mm -hmm. is a master here and so I say, I don't care. Is that, is that my value? Pay me or not? I go yeah. somewhere else. I have no problem with that. So I was always to my money mindset behind all the time. I'm, I was always looking for, okay, what what is what I do? I try to be the best. I think I'll be the best. I hold it, what I, what I, what I was talking to them. <laughs> so I say, um, my, my hands hold was my mouse, mouse was talking. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I grow up with that. But it, I do all the things before, like to the point I get bored. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if, if to come back to your question, I was making all the things till I get bored and I get bored when I can't get better in what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And that was all the time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it stopped. Mm -hmm. If I bring the creativity, because creativity never gets boring. Mm -hmm. If you find your creativity, mm -hmm. you never get bored from your own creativity. Mm -hmm. You never get, you get bored of a color, perhaps. Yeah. You get bored of singing rock songs. You get bored of whatever. Then you some, sing something else. Then, then you take another color. Then you, whatever. But yeah. your creativity by itself. Yeah. If you can express it and then the only advice is or what I follow was don't do it half ass mm -hmm. yeah. you know if you think you you are an artist and want to make money with that don't do it by something yeah. don't see it as a side thing of you if you really think you are an artist 
first prove it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Prove it to yourself. Prove it to others. Mm-hmm. And you can be an artist 100% and don't make money with that. Mm-hmm. That exists because mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes art is so strange that you it's only your expression of your inner self. But there's also art like my art, like singing, like whatever. You can make money with that. And if yeah. you want that, then don't do it half ass. Hey, let's have a short break in the interview. Um, I want to address something. In case you already feel that this movement, this topic, um, this desire as an artist or entrepreneur to thriving more, to have more success, more money, more independence, more freedom, more impact. Like when all of these topics are important for you and you feel like, yeah, but something's missing, like like-minded people. I'm surrounded by beautiful people, but not these people who can support and empower me in this path. And from my own perspective and experience, including my 20 years of experience working with artists, it's oftentimes feel, it feels pretty lonely to go about this vision you have you feel inside of you that there is something bigger and you want to thrive as a successful entrepreneur yeah but it yeah people are missing like the light-minded empowering encouraging people maybe a coach a mentor a guide and therefore <laughs> i'm starting now in march so whenever you listen to it in march 2023 the entrepreneur community and mastermind for exactly having this finally. <laughs> I want it for myself and I want it for every artist and thriving entrepreneur to experience how it feels and what you can achieve in a community and mastermind where you get support, coaching, guidance, workshops, collaborations, contacts, empowering people. Like, yeah, as you can hear, I'm already excited. And so I wanted to let you know if this calls you already now, shoot me a DM through social media or an email And so that I can back to you with all the informations until the official landing page is done. But if you can already feel this is something for you, let me know. And now, dive back into the interview and enjoy. Yeah, 100%. Thank you. So very valuable already. So what I was also hearing was the, the topic of ambition. Like there was an yeah aspiration like always growing, 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 being better, being better at what you are. So there is some ambition to it and this speaks to not have as like even full in or full out like do it or leave it i think these two things are really important without putting pressure on you but still feeling like no i want it and i commit to it and i'm aspired to it so i think these things it's super valuable and the other thing like hey when i'm getting bored where do i get my new inspiration for it or a new path of new creativity like really striving or searching for where can i get it back until i maybe find the source of my creativity yeah i mean you know it by yourself you yeah. know <laughs> you, I, i mean you're you're the best example of it you know yeah. it's it's like if you you singing by or doing something by your job you have done before you never can go all in mm-hmm. you and and there are always two sides on art there are guys who make art and let me say consume art yeah or yeah it's it's a consuming and consuming sometimes gets paid Mm-hmm. So if if you are on Spotify, then someone pay pay Spotify and mm-hmm. you get money of it. Yeah. Or or he buys at Apple Music or whatever. Or some guys say, hey, come and go to my event and sing for me. I give you money for it. So you get a value back from your consumers. Yeah. Yeah. And there it started. So you see, you see, okay, there are guys I'm making art and this art is art. I want to make money or I can make money with it. That's Mm -hmm. the first step, I think. Yeah. Yeah. See, I can make money with my art. And you you were speaking to two main and super important topics where uh, unfortunately so few artists 
yet are still there, is the topic of seeing the value and having the right money mindset. So where, this is super interesting, I think, for everyone who listens, where was this coming from? So was it like natural in you or where was it built that you saw your actual value and was not afraid of, or you were not afraid of saying like, hey, this is my actual value. These are my numbers. So this is not typical thing of an artist and yeah. like the common artist. <laughs> and the second thing is like, okay, I had a pretty good money mindset from the start. And so where yeah. were these things coming from and what would you advise or suggest or yeah, um, give further to everyone who listens and maybe struggles still with it? I I think the, the easiest way to explain it, if you realize that you want to do it not half as in 100%, yeah. then you must look where the value in your art is or in your expression of your artistical doing, which mm -hmm. they are. Other things um, that you work as a creative under a company, which mm -hmm. I do more or less now. But mm -hmm. so you must have a, yeah, you must look where where on the scale are you and mm -hmm. how is your life, what you want to have. So you want to work in your art. Mm -hmm. So you must put a number behind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and of course, that that is the first thing you should do. You should look as an artist okay i'm i'm a singer um, perhaps i'm not robbie williams yet yeah but i think in my space now look look for left and right <laughs> yeah, yeah compare yourself don't go all the time no i'm not comparable you know i hear it so often no what i do is totally different than all the others mm. You're not. <laughs> I never hear someone singing in my last 20 years where I'm not were thinking, oh, that sounds a little bit like that. Also, I've seen never a chair coming out of a design company where I say, wow, never seen this chair. Yeah. So, so you can compare yourself and you should compare yourself. Where are you now first? Mm -hmm. Then think about be perhaps better, not mm -hmm. more known or not more used or whatever, but mm -hmm. perhaps I'm better. So raise it up. Mm -hmm. Go the next step in your head before you have made it. Because the next guy you met and want to book you as an artist, want to buy your artwork, want to whatever, mm -hmm. that is the next step of raise you up in money as an artist, in your art, whatever you do. Yeah. Like I said, I've, I was doing it. Mm -hmm. automatically yeah <laughs> i was never thinking now if i look back i know i've done it like that but mm -hmm. i never was like oh i do it per purpose now i yeah. can teach or explain how it is and how you should do it because till now i'm doing that oh yeah yeah cool so yeah, i'm thinking like oftentimes what you share like there is probably a fine line comparing can be a road to hell because it's then oftentimes bringing them down like, uh, I'm not good enough. Uh, I still have to blah, blah, blah. So all this, no, don't do it. But as you said, it's more a healthy way of where am I? But also knowing, I think when I'm speaking about seeing the value of your art, I oftentimes when I work with artists, I see that they don't see the actual value, what they are creating or provoking or whatever on the other side, how much. And we spoke about before we hit record, um, that art does so much more on the other side. So I think the also seeing the value is one part of this to see what I'm actually able to create for the consumer, whatever this is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what I see, there are two parts of artists who all time takes the art of, as an excuse of not making money, that mm -hmm. it's not commercial, that mm -hmm. it's totally art and the expression of yourself. I love it. <laughs> you don't want to live with that, but that then don't say, oh, I can't live from my art and this is that or that. And it's no either or. Like it's simply both. No, it can be both. I mean, yeah, why, yeah. why, why, why <laughs> is, um, why, why should, should I be, do I make better art if I don't get money for it? Um, if I don't get a lot of money for it? I mean, 
Of course, there are singers on the street which are 10 times better than Beyonce. Yes, of course. <laughs> but the whole package and where she goes till get Beyonce. Yeah, this way you must go, girl, you know? And there we are coming to the part of the entrepreneur. So yes. this is the difference we are speaking about. It's the difference between being an artist and the entrepreneur. The artist is the entrepreneur is still an artist, <laughs> but yes. also knowing how to make business and understanding your brand. You are selling something. There is this whole business part in it, right? Yes, and and the yeah. guys on the streets they are entrepreneurs because they're looking for the best space with their guitar mm -hmm. to sing to get a lot of money. Mm. If not, they were standing somewhere in the forest. <laughs> That's true. So they're standing on the street, they're looking where the best spot is, and they're singing with a guitar yeah. to get as much money as possible with their art on the street. Yeah. They are the same like Beyonce, they are the same like Robbie Williams. Mm -hmm. There's no, no difference in mindset. They are entrepreneurs. That's it. I think the but difference is in dreaming bigger, right? Maybe the entrepreneur on the street he thinks like, that's it. There is the roof. And so learning to open the roof and seeing like, hey, I could dream bigger. What is still possible with my art? Yes. A lot of artists waiting for the <laughs> bus who stops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Waiting for the, for the big bang who comes from itself. <clears throat> And of course, everything is manifestation um, um, in everything. So you can manifest everything. But manifesting things is also you can proactive manifest. Mm. And that I miss a lot under artists that they are standing there and they're waiting that the guy from Universal or Sony running now through Cologne or their home city and say, hey, you are the guy mm -hmm. and I want to give you now a million dollar contract. That's one side. You can mm -hmm. also send files, discs, whatever, go to festivals, standing in front of the office, whatever. It will go wrong 20 times, but there will be the time. Perhaps they see you mm -hmm. and this is targeting where you think you should be and that you should do. Yeah. That means you can stand in the street. It's like gambling. Of course it can happen. And I wish it will happen to more of mm. us in mm -hmm. art, but you also can target. You also can go where you think you should be. And yeah, everyone has a dream like like I had a dream in this time. Um, if I realize that I can make money with my art mm -hmm. in, in the beginning, it was not like art for me. It was like artistical things, artistical mm -hmm. surfaces um, with liquid metals fusions. But then um, the first guys came and say, yeah, I want to have a, a square meter of it. I say only one square meter of what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I frame it, I hang it at home. I say, okay. There was realized, okay, if someone frame what you think should be a desk or a wall or whatever, perhaps you're an artist in what you're doing. So they realize, okay, now say it, you're an artist. And Till, till then I say I'm I'm on the edge of art and design because I'm both. I can hit huge projects with my art, mm -hmm. with, of course, a team behind me. Mm -hmm. Or I can make the one piece artwork which hanging in galleries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What you actually did, right? So on your path yes. between the self-employment and now, so maybe you can share the path. You shared it with the last conversation with me yeah. with Amsterdam and doing your yes. own art. And yes. then what you're doing now. So, and then maybe sharing what led you to the part in Amsterdam, what led you to the things you do right now, because that you're an artist, you discovered. But then now I think the entrepreneur and the business piece comes step by step even more to it. Like otherwise you wouldn't have been like you were now. Yes. So, so I started in this time, like 
like I found the liquid metal, mm -hmm. I have my painting company, I leave this painting company or I sell it in this time. Mm -hmm. And I started a company only focused on liquid metal surfaces, art mm. surfaces. So mm -hmm. I create them as you can think about as a sample. And um, I want to bring them in this time. I was looking where I can bring them because I have no fucking clue. I have no mm -hmm. clue what's, what is an interior designer, what is where, where you can use it. And by accident, I found a guy. So I started my company and I found a guy um, from a friend of mine. He said, yeah, I have big problems. Um, I want to do everything in brass, but it don't fits into this electrolyte bases and it don't fits in real brass. So I have a big problem. And my friends say in this time, yes, yeah, this guy is there. He can do it. So I was in this time, I was working in a garage with, um, a Mexican guy who was helping me <laughs> and uh, um, that's it. <laughs> so that was my start of business. And um, he say, yeah, it's this guy can do it. And I say, yeah, send me the send me the drawings, whatever. So it was KDV Berlin, which is owned by Galerie Lafayette, mm -hmm. this project. And um, I was like, it was all the hangers, all the um, all the things, bespoke things. If you go into a shop where your, your brass were hanging on, where the bags were standing on all these gold brass things they want to have from me. And I say, yeah, why not? I have no, I have no, you say, yeah, in six weeks. I say, yeah, no problem. <laughs> no problem. So I say no problem with two guys in a garage and then they are coming a 40 ton truck and unload all the bases of it and they say yeah good luck with it i say yeah good luck to me so i was working like night day and it was it was like you can imagine how it was so but but i hit it so and then KDB berlin the third storage till now everything you see there is from me wow. with a mexican guy so <laughs> it was like crazy that I get it. I was okay. I had a name and like that also other companies were saying, who do this thing in, in six weeks and we never seen things like that. So my next project was um, uh, Ralph Lauren, Polo Sport, Casablanca. Um, then it was Galerie Lafayette, Harrods, um, Burberry, Regent Street. So I go into the interior branch and all the interior designers were like coming to me like, okay, there's a guy, he can make magic. And I was in three years growing to 17 employees. Wow. Yes. Um, and um, to be an art entrepreneur mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is not to be company leader. <laughs> no. So I see also my diseases. Mm -hmm. So I see a disease in paperwork and structural things. Mm -hmm. And were trying to get people to me um, who helped me with that. So I was going bigger, 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 um, making super yachts. And I was on super yachts, crazy super yachts with crazy um, interior designers or designers like Philip Stark. So the big names of our interior art branch were coming to me like I was like, okay, I, stop, stop, stop. But I'm making one project by another. And then I was like um, stitching on my trousers on the back 24 seven, the company name 24 seven was my thinking, grow, grow, grow. And then it hits me. <laughs> so then it hits me by I get a deep burnout, mm -hmm. depressions. Um, I was like, not able to drive to my own company again. In this time, I, I had a partner in my company also. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I can't, I can't do that anymore. I mm -hmm. can't do that anymore. I love it, but I can't do it. Because I was going away from the essence of mm -hmm. what I were, um, artist. Mm -hmm. And we're going to the success and be no more what I've been in essence. Um, mm -hmm. I've done it half s. Everyone was looking at me and say, you do it full like nobody can do yet. But me and my expression of my art was 
I was doing half S in this time. And that makes me feel like, okay, I can't. So I was um, giving this company away um, um, in this time and um, hmm. take some money and we're going to Netherlands. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, what I do now here? Um, and I will start doing art under another name. And mm -hmm. um, so I, because everyone was knowing me into this interior branch mm -hmm. and, and, and art, every, everyone was, my name was everywhere. Like, like Philip Stark from, from, they call me from Moscow. They call me from Qatar. They call me from everywhere in the world. And I was like, fuck, I want to hide myself. Mm -hmm. So I take myself another name um, in this time and making art. I'm making one artwork a month without any pressure. Mm -hmm. I think the guys who were wise were seeing that I was it because the material still was the same, but it was an artwork now. Mm -hmm. And I sell this artworks in a gallery um, for 30, 40,000, 10,000 euro, depends on how big it was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I take a time out four years completely under this name, hiding in a in a uh, in a loft into an old um, printing company um, in Netherlands. Nobody knows that I'm there. Nobody knows who I am. It was, hmm. yeah, um, pretty relaxing. In the end, it was too relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So that was a pass um, of that and. I was realized, okay, I want to do projects. I want to left more footprints. I've left a lot of footprints in interior, exterior, worldwide. Um, in any kind of city you go, I can tell you, oh, there's a point you must go. Oh, go to Harrods. You see the Egyptian elevators? They are from me. You go there, there, there. But I was feeling like, oh, I like also these projects, but not as a company chef and owner anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and um, that was some years ago, and I started to search for a company who perhaps can hold a guy like me, because mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. know I was very special. Mm -hmm. I joined the first company. It works, but it was like also ethically wise, there were differences. So I was also feeling they don't support me as much as I must have, and mm -hmm. they use me also wrong. So I was like, okay, no, it's, that's not it. And then I was, this company at this time also um, contact me. So I was looking like, okay, now I look for the company where I want to work. So I was contacting a company in uh, Switzerland, French Switzerland. Um, and um, I saw that they are pretty good in what they're doing because I need a team behind me first. I need all this paper shit, drawing shit from my head away. Mm -hmm. So um, to if I put if I go to the gas station, for me it's a pain to give this little ticket to the secretary <laughs> so <laughs> you know where my pain is. You know, <laughs> absolutely, I get it. So I must have, yeah something like that, but also have good, the best hands in the world who want mm -hmm. to learn from me in the backside. Mm -hmm. And that I can intercommunicate and communicate with artists. And um, I joined this company, but then I found another company where I be now, mm -hmm. which has also crazy technique. And on CEO, which was like, um, I was talking with him on WhatsApp and he say, yeah, you know, I have visions and I have dreams. A company CEO who writes, I have visions and I have dreams. There are not a lot in this world who has visions and who has dreams. Mm. And he builds a little crazy thing in the middle of Switzerland. He builds a showroom like if you see the showroom, you think you are New York, you are in <laughs> Paris, you are, I mm -hmm. don't know where, but nobody say, oh, you are in the little Thun is mm -hmm. the city mm -hmm. I'm living now. Also mm -hmm. at Lake Thun, Grindelwald, nice Alps, very calm, middle of Switzerland. 
So all the thing, all the pictures you see on Instagram from Switzerland are here. Hmm. Um, and but they build a showroom like crazy, and mm -hmm. I was like, okay, they have visions, they have dreams, they're handcrafted. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm now. I'm now creative art director at a company called Strasse Thun in, uh, in Switzerland. And um, I work with artists from all around the world. Um, and they fly in from um, London, um, Paris. Um, um, we make projects for um, galleries in New York. We send furniture to Maui from Switzerland. And um, we are totally on the edge of uh, art and design working. Um, and that's my passion. And that's where I am now. And I want to leave here. I want to stay here. Stay here. Um, yeah, that's my way. <laughs> Amazing, Sasha. Thank you for sharing. Um, what would you say? Because for me, you are, as I said in the beginning, the perfect embodiment of both. Like at the early age, you realized, hey, there is an artist inside of me. And then you were consciously and unconsciously following your artist. And then at some point, you also embodied or start embodying the business side and the entrepreneurship, and you were following this. And so now you already shared some of the key learnings or also teachings, what you think, what is important. And now being on this, because I think from an entrepreneur perspective, what's also, and you shared it in sharing your story, important to be disruptive and to adjust when it's no longer feeling right or where you think like this is no longer aligned with myself with my values with my art with my bank account with whatever like yes. being able to be flexible being able to adjust being able to feel if this still feels right like and this is for me also a huge attitude of a business owner and this combined with being an artist like therefore you role model it so perfectly What would be maybe three or max four main learnings or teachings would you give someone who is now at a more common artist state but wants to be more successful, wants to earn more money, wants to be more independent, wants to have more impact, like on this path to a more successful entrepreneur, what would be three key elements or learnings what you would give them? I think the most important things put a number behind <laughs> mm -hmm. so um most artists are not you can't not fix on a number if i say um what does it cost mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then then you start a discussion say number mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. before you must that's what i say you must look where is my value Mm -hmm. A value from me, from my art. What is it? Put a number behind. Because yeah. only like that, you can sell you, your art, and grow. And also have like follow, follow your inner art and never forget what you, what you want to do. Mm -hmm. There, there are some. Sometimes you get driven to money. I also get driven to money at times. So I was only money focused. I was like, money. That's a thing. That's a thing. Because you see, you can do it. But money is not everything. Mm -hmm. But also, money is not bad. Mm -hmm. That's a exactly. second learning. Mm -hmm. Money is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Money is good. Money is a tool. Mm -hmm. Money can make your art better. Money can grow your art and money is a tool. I think I, two, three hours ago, I was thinking, okay, if we don't have money now, mm -hmm. and I say, we share stones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I say, oh, I like stones. As more stones I have to get with the stones, what I want 
and mm -hmm. I can't produce myself, I can't do by myself. Mm -hmm. So as better it is, nobody feel bad by it. So that I have a lot of stones now, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. oh, it's nice because stones you give away and I get um, some food for it. I get a car for stones. It's okay. For stones, yeah. it's okay. Money is a bad thing. Mm -mm. Of course, because money make also bad things in our world, but also stones will do <laughs> if they are still our payment. So yeah. money is not bad. Mm -hmm. From from the first time you recognize that money is a good thing to mm -hmm. grow my art, to express myself and help me. It's one of the, these are the two basics. Put a number behind and, or three basics, follow your art, never lost it. And um, yeah, money and is know your value, you said. Like, yeah, yeah, so we yes. have four. Yeah, and exactly. that's what I say. Look yeah. left and right. Don't yeah. compare yourself. Oh, I'm now like this and that. Just look which which categories or levels you are, you know? Yeah. yeah. Now your art, you can hang into a bank exhibition at your local bank. Okay, that's possible now. Great. Directly know what's the next step. Yeah, next exactly. step is I can do it at the bank in my area or in in germany in all banks in germany after that it's a gallery i want to hit a gallery after that i want to hit a big gallery after that i want that my art gets sold at Sotheby's. yeah it's like with songs with everything you can play it look where you are now look where the next step where you want to go of course you have a goal of course there's a big thing you never you should ever target, but also see the steps be between. Because if you always target only the big thing without seeing the steps in front of you, you perhaps lost the chance to grow to there. I'm amazed by your shares and by your short summary of your things, because I think like you, you summarized the core of my coachings because it's exactly don't forget your why, know your value, the money mindset piece. Dream big, but then knowing what's the plan, what's the first step. So I think like you summarized my program. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's so perfect. No, it's it's absolutely true. This makes the difference between the one version and the other version. Yeah. yeah. And everyone can do it. There's no there's no reason, yeah. no explaining to me. I, I met a lot of artists who who were explaining why they can't do it, why they don't get money and everyone was crying. Oh, nobody see my art. And I was seeing the art and said, it's great. But if you hide it in, in your room and don't get out of with it, yeah, try it one time, but it was not a success. Yeah. Follow your path. You know, there are, yeah. there are a lot of doors you can open and there are a lot of doors get closed in front of your face, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's there's the self-confidence and faith and believe in yourself and trust and keep going. So there is this inner work of strengthening your belief and your confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, Sasha. Thank you so, so much. Thank I you. think there was so much in it. I mean, I would love for everyone to share on social media what they took out of because there's so much in it. Thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. And wishing you all the best for the future. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>